<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back, man. I'm out here fumbling, man. Mm. Ooh. Oh. Ah. Water, man. Co-host of the century, man. This should be everybody's co-host on the planet. This should be your co-host. If it's not your co-host, you should be striving to get this as your co-host. Water should be everyone's co-host. It's the co it's the co-host for existence. You feel me? Like you really need it. You need this. This is mandatory co-host. If water is not your co-host in life, you need to make it so. You need to make it right with water. Whatever your beef is with water, patch it up. Patch up the beef. Work out your differences. Whatever beef you have. I know you was traumatized by water when you was little. Your dad made you drink water at room temp. You never liked it ever since. You wanted Kool-Aid. You're like, nah, you, you can't get the Kool-Aid till you drink regular water. And you've been holding that grudge ever since you became an adult. You was like, I vow to never drink regular water again. It's got to be sweetened. It's got to be sugared up. Whatever your silly beef is, I got beat up and it was raining. And the rain went in my sad mouth. Whatever it is, I almost drowned in the bathtub. Whatever it is, man, squash the beef. You need this. You need this. Okay? The co-host we all need, man. Cherish this water. Oh, cherish it. I've been drinking a gallon of water a day for 14 days straight. And this, as you can see, as you can see, I am not dead. Already halfway down. And it's only... 145. Water, man. My car got keyed last night. 11 something p.m. Los Angeles. Down on Melrose. Remember when Bobby Valentino was like down on Melrose? That's what happened to me down on Melrose. Got my car keyed. I saw a parking spot on the other side of the street. So I busted a U-turn. When I busted that U-turn and I was sideways, a scooter came from the intersection, making a left turn. And, you know, it was slow. Everything was slow. So when I was sideways, that's when I saw the scooter coming. And so all he had to do was go around back of me. That's all it was. I didn't almost hit him from the side. If he was to keep going, he would have hit me from the side, right? So he goes around me, right? And I'm like, my bad, my bad, sorry. You know what I'm saying? And I continue parking. Continue parallel parking, get my park in. And I'm with B. Lou. I'm with Brandon Lewis and Rod Kells. All right? So I'm excited about what B. Lou is telling me, man. He's telling me about the, the plans, you know, with his girl for her birthday. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm all in. Okay? Having a good conversation. So we talking. I'm putting my I'm putting my J's on, you know what I'm saying? And just talking, you know. And Rod is quiet. He just he was quiet the whole ride anyway. So we we just wrote him off completely. He was just loud. So and Rod is a loud dude. Normally his energy's on ten. He's a loud guy. But tonight 
I mean, last night. He was quiet McGee. And we called him out on it earlier down Melrose. He was like, hey, man, you quiet back there, man. Get in on this. Anyway, so me and B. Lou still talking. We crossed the street, and Rod is like, yo, man, I think that dude did something to your car. I turn around. I see the scooter man a few cars ahead, but he's, like, directly across from us uh, on the other side of the street. And I'm looking at my – I see him, but I look back at my car, and I'm like, yo. And I saw the, uh, I saw the uh, door handle lights on. So I walk up to my car and I see that this a he he scratched it up, man, scratched it. And mind you, he went further up the street. B. Lou kept eyes on him. He went up to the light and then made a right. So we hop in the car to go to go get him. Lost him, lost him, lost track of him. I could not find him. I don't know where he went. But and then Rob was telling us, yeah, I was trying to tell y'all, but y'all was so caught up in the conversation. I was trying to tell you he had double back. And I'm like, man, we didn't hear you. Else I would have turned around and been like, yo, you know, what's good? What's going on? If he was that mad. Mind you, mind you, it wasn't that serious. I could see if I knocked him off the scooter, almost hit him, you know what I'm saying? He had time to just stop and be like, yo, get out of my way. It's a minor inconvenience at best. He keyed my car like I cheated on him. Like he found out I had a woman in the family. You didn't tell me about the woman and the family you had. Keyed my car. Like it was an R&B video and I, I two-timed him. Why you gonna keep me up like this, man? How you gonna songs in the key of life me, man? Key me, I ain't never been keyed. This is my first time getting the Alicia Keys on the whip, man. It wasn't that serious. And now I'm just frustrated because had I had noticed him when he first doubled back and came back around, we could have had a conversation then. Like, you know what I'm saying? My bad. He could have cussed me out and I would have, we probably would have fought if he was really, there. if he mad enough to keep my car, then he's going to probably disrespect me if we had the, the conversation. So we probably would have fought, but I'd rather fight you than get my car keyed. I'd rather knuckle up, man. Take your, take your scooter helmet off. Let's settle this right here, right now on Melrose. But nah, man. He keyed my car and wanted me to see it because I was directly across the street. Bitch made, man. If you, if, you, if you are a fan of me, you follow me, you listen to my podcast, and it's you, you keyed my car, man. We got to square up. So if it is you, reveal yourself and we can square up one-on-one. -on -one. And if I win, you got to pay for the damages. And I know, like, you know, I could have put this under the insurance. I just didn't feel like doing a whole police report. So now, going forward, when I take the car into the shop, they're going to think I cheated. I'm going to take the car to the shop and go, oh, you cheated on your, on your girl? And I'm like, nah, man. You know, I was I was making a U-turn on Melrose, and then person got mad, and they keep they was on a scooter. Oh, oh they was on a scooter, huh? <laughs> okay, you cheated on your girl. If you cheated on your girl, just say that. I'm a mechanic. I ain't got nothing. To, no, man. Seriously, it was somebody on the scooter. They came around and, and keep my car because I kind of you know made the U-turn in front of them. And they got inconvenienced. Oh, oh, they got inconvenienced. <laughs> hey, man, did you get caught? If your mistress found out about your girl and keyed your car, just say that, man. I'm your mechanic. No, no, seriously. Like, the dude just got mad at me for for, for doing that illegal U-turn on Melrose and he keyed me up. And he was, like, delivering food, too, looked like. Oh, so, so a food delivery guy. 
keyed your car up mid-delivery. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's a likely story, man. Look, you could tell me it was real, man. I'm just your mechanic, man. You know, I've, I've done my dirt as a mechanic. My hands stay dirty, man. Look at my hands right here. My hands stay dirty, man. I've, I've been caught out there. I've been keyed. You know, I do my own repairs because I'm a mechanic, but I've been keyed. Nah, it was it was a dude on the scooter, man. Just a random dude on the scooter keyed your car. <laughs> All right, hey, whatever floats your boat, man. Just Just keep living your life. I want karma to get this man. I need karma to pull up full steam, man. I pray. I believe in karma. And, I, you know, I hope that karma comes back around. I hope somebody keyed the shit out of his scooter for the dumbest of reasons. I hope, it, I hope his scooter gets keyed just because the food delivery was slow. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, my fries was cold. Man, key his shit up. I want that to happen. The good keys, too. All the keys. The Florida keys, the keys of cocaine, the Alicia keys. All of them, man. Keys open doors. I hope you get keyed up. I hope your helmet gets keyed, too. Your little white helmet. He had a white helmet on. Remember that helmet? Y'all see the movie Sideways when Thomas Hayden Church, he cheated on his fiance. And she found out that he was married and she beat him with her uh, motorcycle helmet. That's the kind of helmet he had on. So technically, I could have got beat like in sideways with a helmet. You know what I'm saying? While while B. Lou and, and Rod Kells just watched. Could have turned out like that. And then I would have had even more bills because the medical bills is going to be crazy. But you know, it's not the end of the world, though. Just a keyed up car. Anyway, got my producer extraordinaire in the building, Sabrina. You're. Yeah. Got a meal on the ones and two. You know what I'm saying? We out here, man. Another verbal cardio. Um, Just to be clear, I wouldn't key the car if you cheated. No? I'd key you. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. But I feel like I, that's 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 OD. The key? The, yeah, the car didn't do anything to me. The car, the car, the, the car just innocent. be following orders. The car is innocent. Yeah. Like... And I helped you get that car. Mm-hmm. So, like, it wouldn't, I'd feel like I'd be keying myself a little Pumpkin bit. Pumpkin would look at you like, Why? 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 Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are you doing what this? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. That just sucks, man, because I was right there. That, that's the part that annoys me the most. I was right there. Had I been paying attention, I wouldn't have got keyed. And now here we are. I got to dive into the world of getting keyed, getting car keyed repairs going. Now I got to dig into that box. I will say it's kind of a blessing, though. That I got keyed? Yes, because now you have to go to the car dealership, and you've been putting that off. I don't know if I want to go to them. Uh, I feel like they're going to overcharge me. Son, Tony has been avoiding going to the car dealership. It's far now. It is, but it's not that far. And then I got to get another car? It's actually, it's technically closer to us because Calabasas no. is south of us. But it's, I gotta go I around the mountain, the mountain range. I've already been there from Santa Clarita. Yeah, you're right. It's far, man. You're right, you're right. But your GPS. The GPS be getting on my nerves. So but now that I found point of interest, okay. it works better. Okay. I still I still can't get the verbal back that we, we, that we well, that I was loving. Yeah, whatever. Because my car ignores Sabrina's verbal commands. 
Listen, every time I try to um <laughs> every time I try to tell the car, let's She does not like you. Yo It's <laughs> really be trying to come in hard because I'll be telling her the direction. I'll be like, I'll be like, AMC Burbank. She'd be like, Delaware. Mm-hmm. And then Sabrina tried to come in, AMC Burbank. And she'd be like, Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> she don't, tell she me don't even acknowledge you. No, she she shut the car off. Yeah, she'd be like, look. <laughs> I want her out of here. <laughs> right. That's probably who keyed your car. That's who would key your car because she was annoying, man. She w- And then I wouldn't be able to open the door. Yeah, still. You know what? I might have. I might key Pumpkin. No, man. Look out, man. <laughs> Not even because you did anything. Just because Pumpkin cause... be disrespectful to me. Don't do this, man. The car is mad jealous of me. I don't understand it. Sick of it, man. <laughs> All because I wanted to go to the improv to see Howie Bell perform. That's how I ended up at the improv. Howie Bell, if y'all not familiar with Howie Bell, there's a there's a stand-up set that he does. It's on YouTube. And he has a joke about his grandmother hmm. that is so funny to me. That, you know, she just be mad. She be she say everything twice. You're not gonna be going in and out. You're not gonna be going in and out. Like, everything she says, she doubles it. That joke is so hysterically funny to me. And then it's just like the kids, Granny, can I do this then the third? Like, you're not going to be asking me, can you do this? You're not going to be asking me, can you do this? Oh, my God. And so... uh I found out he was closing out the show at the Hollywood Improv. So I was like, yo, I'm going. So we was at the comedy store and then we headed over there to the um to the Hollywood Improv. So technically it's Howie Bell's fault that I got keyed. <laughs> <laughs> technically. That's Mike Tyson was at that. He was at the Hollywood Improv last night. I was I was feet away from Mike Tyson last night. I wish you would have said something. I wanted I wanted to go over there, but I, I was hemmed. So if y'all ever get a chance, if you're bored, you want to find something funny, go to YouTube, type in. I'm gonna tell you exactly what to type in because I want everybody to laugh like I did. Because man, can I play his clip on here and not get in trouble? I don't know how it works. Uh, I feel like they only flag music. Yeah. So type in. If you if you go to YouTube and type in Howie Bell Mean Granny. Wait, is that the one? Mean Granny. <laughs> oh my God. Mean Granny. Cause I know people that do this. Now don't ask me no more. Don't ask me no more. Nigga, be scared. That's for simple shit, Granny. Hey, your humble shit. Can I have some water? Hell no. Hell no. Now you take your ass out on that porch. Take your ass out on that porch. Yo, if y'all ever get a chance, go to YouTube, Howie Bell, Mean Granny. 
It's on P. Diddy Presents Bad Boys of Comedy. You just watch that clip and, and comment in the comment section. Because that every time I need a good laugh, I go rewatch that clip. And it's just the funniest shit. Because the first time I saw him do that joke, we were doing the same show together. We were in Vegas doing uh, Kevin Hart's Heartbeat Weekend, and he was on the show. And so that was my that was my intro to him. And, man, me and Keenan laughed so hard at that joke. When the granny, granny wiped the mustard off the sandwich with the dish rag, done. Out of here. Finish. I was dead. I was dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. Shout out to all my patron saints that are in here, man. Y'all in here deep, man. I love y'all passionately in the shower. You know what it is. What's going on in the world, Sabrina? What's happening out here? Um, well, Obama got COVID. I feel like he never had it this he, whole time. He didn't have it this whole time. That's a good run. That is a good run. He's avoided it. And I'm sure, actually, I don't know. I guess now that he's not president he's not really shaking hands and kissing yeah. babies and doing all that stuff so right he, so he did good avoiding it yeah i figured he would have had it by now i figured everybody didn't had it by now yeah that's what that's why i'm like oh shit obama yeah. got it now it's like oh <laughs> just, just now yeah okay did you ever had covid amir never oh Amir's undefeated. Still, so I'm you think strong. nah i know so I you ain't know. been sick since 2017 I had food poisoning last year. Oh, yeah. That was that was awful. My first yeah. time ever having it. I was like, man, I never want this again. Yeah. But I did when I went um I went to Atlanta, my allergies like really beat me up. Yeah. When I came back, the weather changed because it was like raining. It was hot and then it was raining. You remember we were in Atlanta for a while. And it oh, was, yeah. Like, it was oh, it was, it was that raining. Atlanta trip? Yes. Oh. I came back and I was in shambles. Oh. I had a um I had a sinus infection though. Gotcha. Yeah. So but you ain't it, never had COVID? No. I'm not not playing that game. I I do not want it. I don't want any that's parts. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good run. That is. That's a good run. So I'm sure Obama will you know push through. Oh yeah. The Queen Elizabeth can take it to the face. Oh man, anybody. Could, well, yeah. actually, I feel bad for people who didn't. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You know what Takara was telling me last night? Takara what? told me that a friend of hers, her and her husband, went mm. to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. With like a little getaway. She came back with her husband in her purse. Meaning, Damn. while they were there, he caught COVID and passed away from COVID. That's crazy. So he was cremated there, and she she had to bring him back in her purse. Damn, that's crazy. I was like, wait, what? That's she was insane. like, yeah. And they were, they were like in the 40s. That's crazy. That's Cause they, you That's know, you scary. can't come back if you got COVID. They're not gonna let you back over. So I was just like, that is insane. Damn, I wonder how long the whole like from beginning to end. Right. That's crazy. That's insane. So I was like, how's she doing? She was just like, I was like, because yeah. when she first told me, that, I was like, wait, what you mean? She came back in her purse. Yeah, and I got it right away. And That's then crazy. oh, damn it, she was she was probably by herself. If it was a vacation? Yeah. That whole time? Oh, can you imagine? No, I don't want to. Like we go we go to Puerto no, Rico. I come even... back in your purse. Oh my well, then I'd have to start my seasoning business. De- you you definitely better put me in, in <laughs> I have to start you better my sprinkle me in I don't these even have recipes. Time to grieve, nah, I'll man. Be like, damn it, I right, pass y'all. me around. 
I need to see. I need to. I want people tasting me, man. That's my quest. This is. I'm telling everybody that knows me. I'm telling y'all my wishes. I want people tasting my ashes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find a company that's okay with uh, me blending you with some adobo. Come on, man. Be like, all right, some adobo. I'm tempted to taste the rain. All right, bro. You smelled them, right? Yeah, I'm tempted to be like. I support it. <laughs> I am. I, feel like I'm here. I'm here. I am, it's man. Just the thought is just like on the slick. Like you got to do it when nobody's looking. Like no, no I'm, I, I, want, I, want I watch. got no shame. I want to watch. Because <laughs> I because if I do it, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell people like, yo, I tasted. It's just be like you come back to it and be like, ah, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. I can only imagine Serene watching, like, like I want. I want to take him watching you. Like I want to take him back into me. There's my dad. That's yeah. Yep. I want to take him back in. Like not even like he wouldn't even flinch. He'd be like, yeah, expected. Yeah. Totally expected. I, I want to. I don't even remember what it smells like. I don't. Re- I don't remember a scent. It wasn't. It didn't really have one. Cause no. I, I was. I was all up in there too. We yeah. was in there. For for people who are like, why the hell were you in there? We were putting uh, his ashes into jewelry. Yeah. Um, into and we got to do it again. We yeah, got to do, do it again. I got to do that either. Yeah. To, I got to do it this week ASAP. Yeah, you got to do it. Because I got to put mom. it in my mom's jewelry. I put I put it in my brother's jewelry. And I told the squad like if they wanted some jewelry, if they wanted Serene to be adding in, I'm 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 cool with that. Because it's such a little amount. It's not like a big, you know. Yeah, a lot of people think Chaz was like, man, is it going to be enough of them left? I'm like, bro, it's just little, yeah. it's Yo, little sprinkles. So I watched the clip of him in that show, right? Uh-huh. Bro, he's he was taller than you. He was. It's the hair. He was taller than, bro. It, he barely fit through the door when he walked through the door I, in that but, show. Put me in that same scene. I Am promise I you. All right, door? let's go. Let's go to the studio. You Let's put me in that, that same scene. For those who don't know, you got to watch me go through the same door to I really assess. And then next to Keenan, did he have lines? Nah, he was he was in it like heavy, but he was uh he was like Keenan's assistant. Okay, he made Keenan look like Kendrick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keenan look looks like, little though. Keenan, yeah, he a little baby next, especially yeah. next to Serene. I was yeah. dying. I was like, bro, it's the um, hair. I was like. I was telling Mina, I was like, low key, I think Serene had him. Mm. Every time that y'all would have a little debate, I'm like, uh huh. It was the hair, man. Nah, it was a little bit Tell of Tell me what's happening. Because you got to take the hair into consideration. I I, I always took the ha- hair into. My shoulders was always we, passing. The forehead, I was like, you know. But yeah, your shoulder, but he probably has a long neck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, he had long hair. <laughs> okay. That's what did it. Yeah, you're right. That's what did it, man. You know what I'm saying? But we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. So what I was saying is that uh, for people who don't know what we're talking about, um, Serene was in a show called Arnold's Caribbean Pizza. I think that's the name of the show. Um, It plays in the Caribbean. Uh, I don't know the name of the network, but I can find out for you guys. And then... It's Lorita said hair counts. Does it? Does it count? Hair, Hair is a cheat code. Hair is a cheat code. Cause if you, cause then when you go bald, which is me, I'm in, I'm in my raw, purest form, bald. That's gonna give you the real height. So hair doesn't count. You think if, you think if, if kid from Kid and Play when he had his high top fade, me and him stand 
stand next to each other and then his hair gives him the edge. You saying, you saying that's legit? Nah, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> we not doing this. We not doing this, man. So apparently the mask mandates are being lifted left and right. You know, we out here with no panties on our face. I don't like it. We out here now, man. And people couldn't wait. People couldn't wait for this. They like, oh, oh, my face is out. It's funny because I've been to the been in the store a lot recently, and you can still see people just wearing them. Yeah. You do see every now and then you get like a couple people that's not wearing them. I was like, I think most people are just going to keep wearing them because they're oh, so yeah. used to it, oh, and then they yeah. realize like the you know the the safety behind it and stuff like that. Yeah. And the people that don't want to wear it, they're just not going to wear it. Like they they were waiting to not wear it. Oh, they couldn't like, wait. I I don't like the mask because facial hair reasons, but otherwise mm. I don't. You know, it's only really bad when it's really hot outside. Then it's like I'm I'm sweating in my yeah. face. But otherwise, it's fine. Like I don't I don't and I don't want to be all up in your breath. I don't really care what your face look like. I'm in the store to get some and I'm out. Oh, like, of course, I don't need to see anybody's face. Yeah, it's not that deep to me. Yeah, I like the mask because of facial hair. I don't gotta shave my mustache. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be it's out really here. Really got that Tom Selleck. Yeah, tough. Tough. And then pe- dudes be coming up to me like, "Damn, you beautiful." When, when I have my mask on, I'm like, you well, just looking at my body, and I'm like, "Yeah." Sabrina look like Sam Elliott, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she got the Sam Elliott mustache, yeah, thick bristly. Shout out to mask. Um, <laughs> for me, I don't mind the mask. I don't mind wearing it. Henceforth, I, I don't even care. It's not a big deal. It never really. It never really got on my nerves. Sometimes when I would leave the house and I would completely forget, I'd be like, ah, it gets annoying when you're already at the store and then you got to go back. But other than that, I don't, I don't mind wearing the mask at all, you know. And, you know, the Chinese, the Chinese been in masks. So maybe it'll just be like that. Like, you know, people just going to be out here in masks. And I just... It's annoying when people get annoyed by people wearing masks. Oh, my God. That's what gets on my goddamn nerve. Like, they legit be triggered and mad because somebody has a mask on. It reminds them of the thing that they want to forget about. And I was like, you can't do, like, the pandemic is still here. COVID is still here. Just because you cannot, you don't want to wear your mask or whatever. That's cool. Like, do you. But if other people do it, man, that ain't got nothing to do with It's not hurting you. It's not. It's not hurting you whatsoever. If somebody has a mask on, it's not hurting you. Hush. Hush. I will say that the mask has helped my social anxiety and like my just anxiety of going outside a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm more ready to go outside. I'll be mm. outside with it. Um because I feel like I'm I'm I feel almost invincible invincible. I can't even Invisible or invincible? Invisible and invincible. Okay. Um I feel like I can do anything. I feel like a ninja. Mm. And it makes me feel good. I'm like, really? yeah, nobody can see. And then I, you know, me, I always rock my hoodie. Mm. So I'm, I got a hoodie, a mask, and my glasses. I don't know, even though they're clear glasses, I still feel like nobody yeah. can see me. And it, it there's a, uh, it's like a, almost like a safety blanket. Mm. So I like my mask. I'm all okay. for it. You know, especially in the gym. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, oh man, I, go away. Stop talking. To... I, I had a, I had a, a little situation today. Oh, I just be annoyed. Every day. Every, Every day. day she in the gym. It's so this annoying. Is story. <laughs> what like, happened man, today? I, and it's, what's funny is that 
the last two days, I was like, all right, I'm going to purposely just be extra ugly at the gym. Mm. And they'd be like, ooh. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> like, please leave me you alone. You call this extra ugly? No, no, no. I, this ain't my gym fit. <laughs> A bitch is cute right now. Um, I'm talking about Where early. Where was you extra ugly in the gym? Today. Like, That's, is that? Is, no, baby. I, oh, you I, went home. I, yeah, I went home and I what was you, what, What's your definition of you being extra ugly? I, it was... uh. Because it's false, y'all. This what I'm getting at. My my leggings were dusty. Um, my shirt about no was huge. Because I was like trying to hide the body. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huge shirt, huge hoodie. Um, the, the camera in front of me died. Oh, no, uh, it's, it's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Um, mask, mad big, hat, hoodie up. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying, like not ugly, but like hiding. Okay. You know what I baggy. mean? Baggy. You was baggy. Baggy with it. But you had leggings. <sighs> These thighs. The big shirt cover the leggings. It covered the booty. But it didn't cover the thighs. Mm. It covered the back part, but the front was visible. Yeah. <sighs> you get you had to come in in a hazmat suit if you I want to be. To. Completely avoided in the gym. But I Miss, feel like Missy Elliott uh, video. Yeah, you yeah. got to be the trash bag with air inside the trash bag puffing you out. Oh, uh, there's this guy who goes to the gym like that, and I love him. He looks like, but it's silver, so he looks like leftovers. And I'm like, you better go ahead, boy. <laughs> he go out in the summer, he gonna get cooked. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. I'm like, yes, do mm-hmm. your thing. He be on the Yo, treadmill man. like, <laughs> sweating, getting <laughs> maximum sweat. So yeah. a dude rolled up. Oh yeah, so this dude, um, I I I just uh, I just had irons at the front of the hoodie mm. or whatever, and it was just a shirt, and he's and it was my misfit shirt. I had a misfit shirt on. He was like, "Yo, yo," Get, doing the hands and gesture, uh-huh. uh, gesture. I can't talk Jester. today. <laughs> I, peeped, I was gonna let it slide. But Thank you. you. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's doing a lot, and yeah. I'm looking at the ground trying to pretend I don't see him because right. I'm trying to get these. These I'm doing this new workout. Shout out to John Lewis and Tori Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, what? In my head, I'm like, what? Yeah. But I look up. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and he's like, I like your shirt. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. And then I go back to it. I'm trying to like look down. I'm trying mm-hmm. to look real busy. I'm trying to look like I'm really struggling, even though it's like 20 pound weight. And But at this point, I was struggling because mm-hmm. I was doing the, doing the, 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 the 200. Yeah, the yeah. come down. Um, and yeah, I'm having a lot of hey Tom moments. And then he tries to get my attention again. Uh, Is that one of your favorite bands? I'm like, bro. Yes, I love them. I have yeah. I have them tattooed. I'm all about them. This uh, is my favorite band. Um, which is actually not true. I do have them tattooed, but they're not my favorite band. Mm. Um, so I go back to it. I go back to it. <laughs> and he tries to get my attention too. Yeah. How many tattoos do you have? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, like twenty six, and I'm like, okay, I'm, and I keep keeping it short. Yeah, I'm answering, I'm going back to it. Right, and then I'm like, let me just switch machines. I don't say nothing to him. Mm-hmm. I don't say have a good day. I don't say nothing because like that one dude that always talks to me. Yeah, I, I at least I'll be like, all right, bye, because he knows when to shut up. Yeah, he'll like he'll say like in between my sets, he'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, da da da, and then once I'm once I start back up, he shuts up. Yeah, and I appreciate that. This dude did not know when to shut up. Uh. I'm in the middle of. <gasps> And he's like, hey. I'm like, God damn it, bro. <laughs> so I go to another machine. Uh, Here he come. 
to go to the machine next to me. Well, not even next to me because somebody was next to me. So then one next to that, but I feel his eyeballs on me. Yeah. And I was like, this man wants to get my attention. Luckily, I had my hood up. Mm. So he didn't know that I only had one headphone in. Because if that wasn't the case. Oh, man. He would have been like, oh, she mm. heard me this whole fucking time. Right. <laughs> and so I was just like, man, I'm out. And I just, I switched uh, areas. And I was, I was just annoyed. I was like, bro, if you, if you, people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put this on dudes. People, <laughs> if you see anybody at the gym going in trying mm. to mind their business, leave them the fuck alone, please. All right, I'm there to do what I gotta do. Especially lately. All right, so let me tell y'all what I've been doing. It's 200 reps, or at least try to get to 200 reps of um, whatever workout you're doing, and you start with the heaviest, and then you go you go till failure, and then you go down after the failure. You go down uh, in increments of five pounds. So you go lower, 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 lower until you reach 200. So when I tell you my arms, my That's arms in two days are going to be spaghetti. That's a lot, man. It's a lot. And it, it took it took a while. I was uh, I was telling John, I was like, bro, you must do a whole shift in the gym. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it takes about an hour. I'm like, all right. Damn. It's good, though. An hour just for that one exercise? No, 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 for the, for the whole thing because, mm -hmm. yeah, because you're doing. But, I mean, you do multiple exercise, but yeah. you, you get to 200 reps. Oh, so in the 200 reps, it could be different exercises? No, no, no. Like, say oh. you're doing, I was doing curls. Yeah. I did 200 curls. So how long that one set of curls take? Like, well, since my arms are pretty weak, I didn't get to go that high. So that only took me probably like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, I didn't do, a, I didn't have a, a long rest between it. Uh -huh. I was just taking like barely a minute between. Did you get the 200? Pushing, I was pushing myself. I got to 180. <laughs> I was like, 180. once I got to five, I was like, I can't do this. And then this guy was annoying me. So I was just like, all right, let me go to the I'm next one. Um, the chest know. one, I, I did 200 mm. when I was doing my chest because I could do that. But I think I think I might have hurt my neck. Was you on the uh, the bench? No. Was it I can never, was it yeah, I can never get to the bench. I want to get to the bench. Oh. And then that's another thing. I want to hit the free weights. It's even worse over there. Oh, I'm free like, weights Survival of the fit. You know what's funny though? Like, whenever I'm in the gym, you know, women, women are not gonna roll up on on me, you know, but um I can tell usually when I see men and women interacting, it look like they already knew each other. Mm -hmm. Like I rarely catch, you know, the the interactions that you have. Yeah. I rarely like see that in action. Mm -hmm. And um, but I could just tell who's there to socialize. Oh, hundred percent. You could just see the energy. They just looking, looking around, mm -hmm. just just waiting to talk and like you know, chop it up. And I just be like, man, just just get in here, get it done, and get the get hell the up hell out of here, man. Oh. Get the hell up out. People just be talking. I'd be like, yeah. what y'all talking about? Even when I I see people, usually when I'm on the uh. When I'm on the the cardio machines and I see people just walking in and they be talking, mm -hmm. I'm like, no, what the hell are they talking about down there? I, I just seen, be really wondering. I'll be like, I seen this about? one guy today. He was on the um, he was on the stairmaster uh -huh. and he got on he got on next to me like at the tail end of my workout. So when I got off, uh, his boy was like, he was like John, 
get the fuck out of here. Oh, damn. <laughs> Mad excited. Yeah. And he reached up and gave him like a little handshake, like yeah. hardcore. Like, right. And this dude is over here trying to shake the dude's hand while bending over and still doing the stare master. Yeah. He's like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And they're like so excited, yelling at each other and like, I don't know how long they chopped it up, but I was like, this is a this I is like a moment. That interaction. I was like, this is a moment right yeah. here. They're very excited. Right. The, what get the, the fuck, fuck is this? Yo, when I hear cussing out of excitement of seeing somebody, I'll be like, I want that. John, man, bend me over and spank <laughs> me, silly. Man, what the fuck you doing in this bitch? I like that kind of greed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is Rip cute. my pants off and sell them to the highest bidder. Man, what the hell are you doing in here? I like that. Yeah, I was all in. I was like, man, I wish I, I wish I didn't finish my because I was already off the machine. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to go back and what be they like, talking about? I'm just nosy. That's stairmaster, man. That's it's hard to get in there. It's hard because I've been trying to do the stairmaster ever since you told me. Yeah. But every time you know, I got a little window because it, it's only two two of the machines are down, so it's you only got like three. Yeah. yeah. And so every time I try to get up in there, they on it. And I'm like, man, come on, yeah. man, get some steps in. I had to stalk it. I was doing cardio nearby, and, yeah. I, and the second that these two girls left, mm. I ran yeah, over dive there. Dive in. I did. Dive I was scared because it was I was a little far, and I was like, I seen other people walking towards yeah. it, and I'm like, oh, this is it. You got to get in where you this fit in. This is it. This is my life. You got to get in where you fit in, man. Yeah, shout out to the Stairmaster. I really like it. I enjoy it. I feel like I'm doing something. Stairmaster, boy, I'll be sweating. Man, that's so for everybody uh, who doesn't. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of people might know if you're into fitness. Um, do 10 minutes of this Stairmaster hands-free. Don't hold on to the railing. Don't hold on to nothing. Just do 10 minutes of the Stairmaster hands-free, and you will be sweating. And, ladies, it will get you snatched. Snizzatched. Snatched. What um, waste? I didn't get your link for the uh, topics and questions. It's already open uh, on your computer. Good. Yeah, remember you you found it last time. Oh no, it's, it's been gone since then because everything got wiped clean. This guy. All right, let me read you a question from last week. Yeah. Tar Heel nineteen ninety said, "What's the worst movie you have seen, and what makes a movie bad? Story, acting, or editing? It's a great Dang. question. The worst movie I've seen. That's that's a tough question. Um, some movies I hated." I didn't like Mother uh, with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Um, just just the way that storyline was set up. I was just like, I see what you're doing, but I don't like it. Um, I really hated Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme, Batman and Robin. Um, I really didn't like Batman Forever. Um, you know, I hated... Uh, there's so many movies that I didn't like. I didn't like Chirac. Um, I was pissed off when I watched that movie. Um, so oh. many bad movies. <laughs> oh, this movie we watched. Oh me and Sabrina God. watched the something. Uh, the what was the name of that stupid? I didn't like Slenderman. Oh, Slenderman was so dark. Yeah, uh, that movie sucked. Um. The little, the little pass. Hold on, man. Oh, the little. The, it's something with a P, huh? I the feel little. Like. <laughs> I can't even remember the actor that was in it now. The little. It was the little something. 
movie. I wrote the little movie. Uh, was what year was that? Twenty. Probably like twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Little keeps coming up. Yeah. Dang, I don't know, man. I really got to think about the movies that I really. I didn't like Vanilla Sky. I didn't like Eyes Wide Shut. Um. They're a bunch of like. What else? I'm trying to think of movies. Movies that are just weird for weirdness sake. Tony hates it. I, that that just annoys the shit out of me. Where it's just like, they want to go super weird or super surreal. And it's just like. Did you watch Sorry to Bother You? Yeah. Did you feel that way about that? I, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't hate it. But I, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Uh, especially the ending. That ending was crazy. And I was just like, man, what the Once hell is this? Once it did that this? turn, I was like, what am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is this, man? Um, but 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 there were, there were elements of that movie that I did enjoy. But overall, I didn't like uh, Dear White People. I didn't like that movie. Um, now these are just movies that I, I didn't like I'm not saying these are the worst movies I've ever seen I really gotta sit with that question And think about all the movies that I've seen And what what movies do I hate um, But uh, That's a tough one though That's a tough one I got nothing for y'all <laughs> I'm Overall a, I'm looking up the movies from 2019 And Good Boys popped up And I'm like man that movie was Good Boys was funny It was a good time <laughs> Old boy, when Spike Lee redid Old Boy, I didn't really like that. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't like Girl Six. Like it'll be easier for me to break it down by like actor, and I think about like the worst movie I've seen them in, and then you know go from there, construct it up from there. Um. Yeah, it's a tough one though. What else they ask? Uh, Marcus J said, "I right, Tony, top five white comedians. Good. Top five white comedians. Um, this is five in any order. Any order. Bill Burr, Sebastian Maniscalco, George Carlin. I really like what's his name. Uh, Jim Gaffigan." You know who else I like? Uh, what's that white comedian's name? It's a white comedian. He he did an episode on riding in the cars, getting coffee with comedians. <laughs> riding in cars, getting coffee. What's the name of it? Uh, and, comedians and, in cars, getting coffee. Comedians in cars, getting coffee. Not Jim Gaffigan, but the other guy. Uh, uh. uh. Um. Oh, I lo- I really liked the Mist, Kobe Maguire. I thought that movie was dope, and the ending was crazy. <laughs> Not y'all saying Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I really, I really like Jerry Seinfeld. The, the reason why Jerry Seinfeld is one of my influences as a comedian, but the reason why I wouldn't put him in my top five is because he doesn't really make me laugh, laugh like on stage. I just be like, yeah, I like where his mind is at. And I like the way he, he breaks down simple, simple everyday things. That's that's in my wheelhouse. Um 
Oh. Hold on. I'm here. I'm just. There's a comedian, Regan. What's his name? Regan. His last name is Regan. Okay. I don't know why I can't think of his first name. Brian Regan? Brian Regan. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. He he's funny to me too. Ah, uh, this guy. Yes. Brian Regan. Yeah. So I would have never got that on my own. <laughs> that that might be that might be my five right there. So George Carlin, Brian Regan, Jim Gaffigan, Sebastian Maniscalco, Bill Burr. Yeah. I'm feeling that right there. That's just off the top. I'm probably forgetting some people that I could interchange, but at the core, at the core, I'm gonna tell you this right here: George Carlin, Bill Burr, and Sebastian are solidified in that five. And then you know, no, nah, no, Lewis Black. I like the way he talks, but no, 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 Lewis Black. Lewis Black. Oh yeah. Lewis Black makes for me. Lewis Black is like good point comedy. Like yeah, that's a good point. Oh. I see what you uh, yes. I was thinking that same thing. Oh, it's a great point. But these guys in this five make me laugh. Even though George Carlin, George Carlin is very much in the vein of I feel like he's the the godfather of make you think white comedy. Mm-hmm. And so I put him there because he was the first comedian that I heard like that, to where it's just like, man, he's making great points. And I really like I really like uh, George Carlin's voice and the way he delivered his material. Like, I, I really like listening to George Carlin, so that's why he's there. He had a way of making people feel stupid for, like, yeah. how they think, but, like, be like, <laughs> right. I am an idiot. Yeah. And it's like... He had a great voice. You right. No, Jim Carrey is a comedian, and we're talking stand-up, oh, right? Oh, yeah, stand-up. Uh, we're talking stand-up. Somebody said Jim Carrey, and then somebody else said uh, Steve Carell, but they're not... Well, Jim Carrey's a stand-up comedian, but Steve. I don't Carell think Steve Carell is a stand-up done. comedian. No, I could just... be mistaken, but I don't think he is. Let me see. Steve Carell. Jim Carrey, I know he did stand-up, but he did stand-up very early on, and he just. It was. It was a lot. It was very uh, in the vein of Robin Robin Williams. Yeah. A lot of high energy, insanity. Steve Carell's never done. Stand-up. Yeah. So yeah. So there you go. That's my list. That's my list right there. Right there. That'd be a good thing to timestamp too. That oh yeah, come on. Great, man. great timestamp ability right come on, there. Man. You already know, man. man. You already, man. You. What's up, man? You trying to give me some later? Sabrina be taking notes, man. <laughs> she be taking notes and applying. Trying to get treats like a cat. Um, oh, speaking of cats, uh, Dapper's an outdoor cat now. Oh man, you got a taste of it. <laughs> you got a taste of the outside. He looks so immediately dingy, though. Oh, he can never actually be an outdoor cat. Yeah. I'd be disgusted by he, him if he tried to come back into the immediate house. Immediate dinge on them paws. Oh, he was him. loving it, though. Oh, <laughs> he would rub his body on the oh, floor. He, like, you're not about to go in this house. He was all in on the filth. Oh, Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Louis C.K. might actually creep into my top five. I don't know why I didn't think of him. Louis C.K. is actually very funny to me. Um, I used to love, when I was watching Louis initially, I used to love his uh, stand-up bits in the beginning of the show. Man, I might have to take Brian Regan out and put Louis C.K. in there. 
Louis C.K. does make yeah. like he made me laugh a lot. Yeah, and like even his show was so ridiculous that I was like, huh? Yeah, like this is fucking this is it's good. I get it. So I'm gonna take Regan out and put Louis C.K. in there. Yeah. Yeah, he he really uh, dropped the ball for himself. Yeah, jerking off in front of women—that's just it's you dumb. know. But I'm a t- I'm the type of person that always gives credit where credit is due. You got to. Yeah, so you know, regardless of you know the acts, we're looking at the comedy. And yeah, you're able to separate the art from the artist. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's important in uh, certain conversations, like right now. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's he he is good. He's yeah. he's funny. Mm-hmm. He messed up. He, he, he big royally. time. But that's like the same thing with like R. Kelly. I think yeah. he's the king of R and B. Yeah. But, but trash. Trash human being. But when you look at his track record of hits and longevity. Yeah. Nobody even comes close in R and B. Yeah. Well, somebody said, uh, so credit, he's a hilarious perv. The thing about uh saying something like that is that Louis C. K. rare like he he would bring some sexuality into his comedy, but it wasn't that wasn't his thing. That wasn't his yeah. niche. You know what I mean? So we can't be like, oh, he was a perv during his whole career. Like, we don't know. (laughs) He wasn't not really on the stage. Wasn't really a a perv. Even in his show, he was a father. Yeah. He was trying to date. He talked about everything in his show. Yes. He touched on sex. He touched on race. He touched on everything. Everything. I touch on everything. I don't really go into politics, but I touch on sex, uh, you know, animals, friendships, Mm -hmm. you know. I talk about whatever on stage, and you know, um, it's just what it is, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you know, it, it, you know, we can't talk about, you know, R. Kelly no more. But when I be thinking about that track record, I'll be like, God damn! Somebody said Bobby Brown in the chats were like, no, not even close, not even close. Because. You could go up to almost anyone in the street and be like, name a R. Kelly song. Somebody's gonna gonna have something for you. Like, yeah. and I'm talking about I'm white, everybody, anything. Yeah. Um Dang, there were there was an argument about that. But if you go up to anybody just, Oh, Keon had that on his his show, his all star show. Uh-huh. It was about most like uh how many like do white people know R. Kelly or something like that. Like yeah. it was between artists or something like that, and it was like, Yeah. And then I remember they had Axe Cam and he's like, Yeah, I know who R. Kelly is. Like Yeah. But yeah, no. It, even then, if you you could take away his own music, songwriting alone, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm I hate R. Kelly with everything in me, but that the music that he did is like just mm-hmm. the longevity. He debuted in '91, '92 ish, remained hot and hit making all the way well up in the 2000s, 2000, the late 2008s and nines and tens. It was just he kept re- reinventing himself and like just coming with. Just when you thought he was gone, he would come with trapped in the closet. You like we all like tuned in like what's the next saga in this joint? And it was just like, and you know what I you know what else I discovered? There's not that many diamond selling R and B albums. Mm. Confessions. Confessions. What else? Boys to Men Two. Uh. TLC, crazy, okay. sexy, cool. I don't consider I don't consider Thriller to be an R and B album. It's really not. Yeah, it is 
it's, it's pop, it's, it's rock, pop, it's R and B, it's everything. It's a lot. Of it's a lot of different. Yeah. So, but I don't consider it straight R and B. And I think uh, Boys to Men's debut album might be close to Diamond, but it never got Diamond. So I'm just thinking like it might be three straight up R and B albums that have sold 10 million copies or more. And I'm just like, wow, that's... But even then, like, as far as, like, if you think modern, let's go in the past 30 years. Yeah. As far as, like, how many albums have went diamond in the past 30 years. Mm-hmm. Ain't too many. In the past 30 years, Adele... Adele, Usher... Outkast, Outkast. Usher. But Outkast gets the asterisk because it's a double. Double album. So yeah. we got... Eminem has... Like three. Is Tupac have one? Is he close? All Eyes on Me is either very close to Diamond or... Yeah. It's or he, he barely made it with All Eyes on Me, but it's a double. Same, uh, same with Biggie, Life After Death. It's a double, but he's Diamond. Okay. Um, they get Richard that try and get to Diamond? No. Unless... See, now, now that they do through streaming into the mix, yeah. everybody's just getting certifications left and right. But when you go for pure album sales, um, it's not that many diamond albums. Yeah. I think Adele was one of the last to do it. Adele, yeah. Adele did it. Um Did she do it twice? I think she does have a couple. I think she might have two diamond albums. Whitney Houston, oh, Whitney Houston was the other diamond album. R and B? Yeah. R and B, I think her her debut album. Print Prince, I don't consider Purple Rain to be a straight up R and B album. It's not. So you know, Purple Rain, you got you got R and B, you got rock, you got uh funk. It's pop. it's what they would call like synth funk. Yeah. So it, you got all those things combined into one album. I'm I'm talking straight up R and B. So we got Whitney Houston, TLC, Boys to Men, Usher. Yeah. yeah. As far as that's what I was thinking, like that's why I was like the past thirty years. As far as the newer genres, there aren't too many albums going diamond. No, no, it's Just so hard general. to get to. But but you can. They are there's there's been some diamond singles. Yeah. Because of the new the, streaming but the singles, thing. you know, back in the day, singles didn't sell as like the album no. was the seller. The album was the seller. You can get a platinum single, maybe double platinum, but yeah. usually the album was like, you know, uh. Outcast, Outcast, we can't really count because when when they certify album with with sales for a double album, let's say let's say five million people actually physically bought the Outcast double album. The RIAA is going to certify that it's going to double the certification because it's two it's two CDs in that one album. So so in actuality. Only five million people actually went out and bought the Outcast double album, and actually, actually, I think it's at eleven million now, maybe even twelve. But you just gotta cut it in half. Mariah Carey does have a diamond, I think. There's only ninety-two diamond albums ever. Man, that's small. Goodness, yeah, that's to show you how hard it is. Yeah, I think Mariah Carey's music box might be diamond. Is this but I don't know if that was straight R and B or was it, or was it pop? Uh, Not sure. But it, it's 
It's tough to get in there, man. That diamond is it's just like diving on your on your little flight status, man. It's hard to get in there. You gotta put the work in. Hammer, hammer went diamond, but, but that's rap though. <laughs> hammer yeah. went diamond. Eminem went diamond Eminem, a couple Whitney times. Houston, yeah, Whitney Houston, Prince and the Revolution, Purple Rain. Yeah. That's Thirteen times platinum. Whitney Houston went platinum. I mean diamond for the soundtrack on the bodyguard. I can't I can't give it to the bodyguard soundtrack because there's other sounds on that album. Yeah. Outside outside of the Whitney Houston track. Even though Whitney Houston is responsible for the bulk of the sales, yeah. there's still other other stuff going on on that soundtrack. Uh yeah. Meatloaf went diamond. Meatloaf. 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 Beastie Boys went diamond twice, it looked like. Did they? I see him on here twice. 1986, License to, to yeah, License to Ill, and I could have swore because it, it go the way Wikipedia got it set up. It's like by uh like how how much they sold. Or whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, but I I could have swore I saw him on here twice. Mm. I definitely just saw him on here. That would be crazy. Nobody will remember the soundtrack without Whitney Houston. I agree. Whitney Houston was the. The key selling point, mm-hmm. you know. Kevin Costner was a big star at that time, but I, I think it was a it was a mixture of the soundtrack and the story, and it was just like Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner was just like the the perfect storm of uh, just because you know the Bodyguard made over hundred mil at the box office, and then the soundtrack is one of the best hottest selling albums of all time. Lauren Hill. Yeah, oh, did, did Stevie Wonder go uh, diamond? Lauren Hill's diamond. That's it. I, don't, I think she's with, she's with the recently just made yeah. a diamond. It's a miseducation of Lauren Hill is diamond. Okay. Um, which is great. Uh, Ducey Mariah Carey for Music Box. Okay. I think that's recent. All of these is like pure sales. They're like eights, mm, eights mm. and stuff. And then some of them are like double albums, like greatest hits albums and stuff yeah. like that. Greatest greatest hits is the cheat code. Nelly went diamond. Nelly went diamond. Country grammar. Oh, it, it squeezed over. Okay. So it's, it's always more rap albums than pure R and B that's diamond selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, that is crazy to me too, just considering how big R and B was. Yeah. If it was up to me, <laughs> Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On" would be one of the best selling albums ever made. You see, uh, who is it? Rolling Stone redid their list of yeah. albums and they put it at number one. Yes. I'm like, huh? As Hilarious. it should be. That album is incredible and it holds up extremely well. Yeah. It extreme. It, the the holdup is just the Motown dudes, bro. They was no joke. Man, that Marvin Gaye album is just incredible. Anytime it's on, I'm just like, yeah, this. Yo, Garth Brooks has nine diamond albums. Wait, he has nine, nine? diamond. Wait, oh lord. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Garth Brooks for those who don't know. He I got nine him. diamond albums. I love me some Garth. Yep, it says nine diamond. Jesus. Garth now has nine diamond certified albums. God damn. Garth Brooks, No Fences, Rope in the Wind, The Chase, The Hits, Sevens, Double Live, The Ultimate Hits, and In Pieces. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, oh, yeah. what what is what was it about Garth Brooks that just what was it about him? For me? Just just for people in general. What why was he the guy? I loved him. Like uh, Rope in the Wind is probably my favorite album. Yeah. Um, it was just it was a digestible country for me. Mm. And also, like, 
I had a family member that listened to it. So yeah. I guess, you know, without him, I probably wouldn't. Right. But um, I don't know. It was, it was really, it was digestible country. Yeah. Uh, that's the only way I can really ex- describe it. And then he had his little emo phase and that was cute. Oh, yeah. Um, Chris I Gaines. I didn't get into that, but. <laughs> that shit flopped. I love. Yeah, Stevie Wonder went diving. Oh, Stevie Wonder went yeah. diving. Songs pre, in the key pre-stream, life. Pre-streaming, too. Damn. Okay, so that that's R and B. Yeah, songs in the key of life. Okay. Oh. Garth Brooks, he says, is a very entertaining artist. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, wholesome as heck. Yeah. When he did uh, this was years. This was the nineties. He did uh, Garth Brooks in Central Park. It was crazy. Uh-huh. The whole place was flooded with people. Just yeah. hype as hell to see Garth Brooks. He um, he's one of the best selling artists of all time. And it was just like even when he was selling like hotcakes, I was just like, man, what is it about this guy? Did Did you ever like, you know? Some songs though, right? Um, didn't he do uh, when the thunder rolls oh, and the lightning a, uh, strikes? Uh, yes. Friends in low places. Long neck bottles. Mama some... love Papa. That's my shit. <laughs> I got friends in low places. Is yeah. that him? Yeah, yeah. I I could listen. One thing about me, I could recite a Garth Brooks song verbatim <laughs> on the spot. There's four I have in the chamber ready to go. Yeah. Just in case, you know, just in case I, I get held up and mm. they're like. <laughs> we need you to recite the Garth Brooks. Uh, bailing our asses out. <laughs> but I never actually put on some Garth Brooks. It would just be, I would just hear it in places. Or I would hear it in movies. Or I, I would catch a glimpse of a video. I might even watch a video. But that, you know, so I would just catch the. But when the thunder rolls, man, Garth Brooks is the country Michael Jackson. Yes, this is fact. He, <laughs> I mean, he got more. Michael Jackson only has two diamond albums. So Garth Brooks. Oh, so is Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks is technically so Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> but it's just that my, that Thriller sold so much. Thriller is the best selling album ever made. Yeah. So that's that's what it's the the accolade worldwide. Song. It's the best selling album of all time. How did Off the Wall not go diamond? I don't know because, you know, arguably. Now, I had Off the Wall is more of an R&B album than Thriller. Oh, 100%. But, uh, you know, the argument is what's better, Off the Wall or Thriller? And it's like, Off the Wall is great. I. It was just, you know what it, you know what it was, though? It was a combination of the times of what was going on. MTV was just getting started. So Off the Wall came before MTV. So now we're getting the real visuals with the MTV, yeah. with 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 a huge artist already coming in. And so we're getting the visuals, we're getting spectacle, we're getting, we're getting amazing videos, we're getting uh, an artist that was already just popping and he's going to bring something new. So now all that perfect storm just came together and they, they crafted a dope album. And so it was just... It was selling a million a week at one point. People was just like, and for me to actually be around for like Thriller when it dropped, it was just like, man, you know, I remember when Billie Jean was a new video. I remember when Thriller debuted on Friday night videos and I was terrified to watch it. I was just like, no, no. Like I watched the beginning and once they started zombieing up, I was out of here. I, was I, like, right, y'all. I remember my first time seeing it. I was I was stuck. I was like, we gotta run that back again, Mom. I gotta, yeah. I gotta watch it again. <laughs> and it was just it was an event. It was just like Michael Jackson was I remember when my mom got the thriller record and I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, 
listening to it, and then he on the back with the little tiger, and it was just like, yeah, it was, yeah. you know, those those moments of just like an album being everywhere. That was the first time I experienced that because it was like eighty two, so I was yeah. five, eighty two. So it was just like an album that was everywhere. You go outside, you hear it being played, and then I experienced that same experience with Purple Rain too. It was just like when Purple Rain hit the streets, it was just like which wasn't that far behind Thriller. It was just, it was everywhere. It was just, and Purple Rain had that perfect storm too, a visual movie soundtrack, and it was just culminating into this thing you couldn't escape. And now it's just like, even though the Eagles passed Thriller domestically. That's a greatest hits out of mine. Greatest hits is always a cheat code. That is a cheat code. But they also, Eagles also have another album that's close to those, Uh, I think, Hotel Hotel California. California. Mm. If you're talking um, just in America, though. I think it's 26 26 million, but I think Thriller's like 30-something. Yeah, Yeah. 30-something. If not 40 by now. It could be 40 by now, but it's it's, They really don't know. They just know it's like worldwide, Thriller's over 100 million. And it's like the only album to ever cross that 100 million. It's got yeah. a huge lead. Because for a while, it, I remember when I was in class, like almost 10 years ago, the Pink Floyd was second, I think. Yeah. Pink Floyd, the, what was it? The Dark, Dark Side, Side of the, the Moon. Moon. They uh-huh. were second. Yeah. And Thriller was first. And then Eagles was third. And then now the Eagles have surged so, up. Yeah. And then Thriller lost his place to the Eagles. And then when Michael died, it oh, resurged yeah, back up to first. And then the Eagles came back again. So it was like the Eagles always been like, we're going to get up in there. But yeah, man, Thriller, Thriller was just unlike anything I had ever seen. Um, not to bring it back to Garth Brooks, but I'm gonna bring it back to Garth Brooks. Bring it back to Garth Brooks. <laughs> um, he's one of the hardest people to find online. Like I can't find any of his albums. You know how we talk about that sometimes? Yeah. We oh, talk yeah. about how white artists are the white most protected. White artists are better protected. Are Prince way. used to be that way too before he passed. Who? Prince. You could not get his stuff on streaming oh, yeah. at all. It, it wasn't even on YouTube. You had to just see live performances on YouTube. Like oh, his music dope. was completely offline. That's yeah. dope. So Garth is that way too. Yeah, because I've been, I've been searching. I can't even find it on YouTube. I find some dude. Yeah. Singing his song. I'm like, who the Steve hell is this? Brooks. Who the hell? Is Dirth this? Brooks. Um, I mean, I get it, but it's it's just I wonder if the fact that he's that diamond has anything to do with it. But no, he's not the only only artist and it's usually white artists that it's are probably super protected. Uh, ownership. If you have your if you own your masters, you have more control of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually what it is. So they're like, uh oh, streaming services, they're not protecting the quality of the music. I'm not mm-hmm. getting paid that much. So I don't gotta put it on there. Go buy my album. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's how Prince was pretty adamant about that. He was getting like, the younger generation like make sure you guys own your masters. He was on those like kids. Yo, he's not on Apple Music at all. Who, Garth? Yeah. Yeah, he's not anymore. Um, trust me. Wow. I've, yeah. I've looked for years. I'm like, maybe, like, every once in a while, I'm like, maybe I can Kobe. Kobe said him. strictly Amazon music. Mm, okay, he's only on Amazon. Who, uh, Garth? Oh, okay, so, wow. Man. That's power, though. Yeah. You could be like, no, I, I want my music just here. That's dope. And, and, and once in a while, I want to hear something, and I'll like go on YouTube and yeah. be like, Garth Brooks, uh, Thunder Rolls. Or, yo, first of all, Thunder Rolls, if nobody's heard that song, listen to it. He paints an insanely vivid story mm. in Thunder Rolls. You feel like you were cheated on when you listen to that song. You're like, God damn it, I'm pissed. And it's so good. Get past the fact that it's country. Listen to the yeah. song. Listen to the lyrics. Take it in. It's beautiful. 
Um, but once in a while, I'll go on YouTube and I'll be like, I want to hear this, that, and the third. You got nothing. No, I'll. It'll come up and it'll be his picture, and then you click on it, and it's like some dude wow. in an alleyway recording, <laughs> doing karaoke. <laughs> It's mad funny. I'm just like, all right. My favorite country song of all time is I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack. Oh, yeah, you be talking about Love that. Love that song to death. That's my favorite country song of all time. Shania Twain sell a lot of records, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she got Yeah, I saw she was on there like yeah, three times. She on there tough, low-key. Country artists be huge, but kind of low-key at the same time. It's because it's just... The the general audience is not like, you know, they kind of have like a really solid core fan base. Yeah. And they really oh, go man. hard for their stuff. Like, you, you've you been to Nashville. You know exactly what it's like. Oh, yeah. It is. I got there and I was like, what it's is guitar, this? It's guitars guitar, everywhere. It's, it's, it's music guitar, city. Yeah, guitars, cigarettes, and yeah. beer. I was yep. like, y'all, y'all got it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's nice, though. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I like Nashville. Nashville. Sit in our universe. Uh, let's do one more question and get the hell up out of here, shall we? <laughs> What's Denzel Washington's worst movie? That's what somebody asked? Me. Yeah, it was uh, G. Lowry. Denzel Washington's worst movie is Virtuosity, in my opinion. Virtuosity. I didn't like that last movie he did, the little, the little things or whatever, but it wasn't. I would say Virtuosity is my, my candidate. For worse Denzel movie, uh, that's an easy because you know Denzel has a good track record, so it was easy to spot the blemish. Um, so Virtuosity gets my pick for the worst Denzel has put out. That's the album. That's his. That's his Nostradamus. That's his. Uh, what's Jay Z worst album? Uh, oh uh, man, it's Blueprint Two. I didn't like Blueprint Two. It's, that's his word. He too many songs. It's like twenty some like tracks Blueprint on there. Too. Is he the Blueprint Two or Kingdom Come? Kingdom Come is down Kingdom there too. Jay Z gave a list, and I thought it was pretty accurate. I don't really like Magna Carta that much either. Magna Carta would be up there. Blueprint Three be up there. I like Blueprint Three. Blueprint Three is okay. It's definitely more yeah. experimental, but it's yeah. still as far as like it's not top five. No, 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 no. And Jay Z got how many? Th- Thirteen. I think I feel like. Top five Jay-Z albums for me, even though y'all just said the worst Denzel. <laughs> top five Jay-Z albums for me, any order, just so I can, you know. Top five Jay-Z albums for me, Reasonable Doubt. Okay. The Black Album. Okay. Blueprint. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to throw 444 in there. Okay. Just because I, I really like I feel like we really looked into his life on that one. There's a lot of growth in that. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. Man, I was like, man, I'm really getting to know this guy. <laughs> and the fifth, this is where it gets tough because um, I come back to Hard Knock Life often, and I, I dig around in Hard Knock Life more so than I would in my lifetime. I dig, in, I dig around more than the life and times of S. Carter. The Dynasty, um, American Gangster was legit too. So it, it's coming down to Hard Knock Life and American Gangster as the, the final five. And I would, Blueprint 2 is damn sure not making it. 
I'm not I'm not counting Watch the Throne. Um Man, Hard Knock Life got Jigga Wood. It got If I Should Die. I'm gonna go with Hard Knock Life as the final. That's I mean, that's a solid the final Especially throw in. The, the I feel like the top three are the inter- interchangeable ones for any yeah. Jay Z fan. That's like those three right there, three easy are... for me to do all all three of them. I go back to a lot. You know, I sat I sat in and sat with Reasonable Doubt is my favorite. Um yes. oh man, Reasonable Doubt Reasonable is just Doubt is number one. That was me. an album I couldn't stop listening to. And I it, it hit me out of nowhere. I didn't expect it to be that good. There was mm-hmm. no Jay-Z lore or myth. It was just, yo, this dude, I like Dead Presidents. Yeah. Let me, let me get that out. That's probably my favorite song on there. Oh man, I love that album. And then it's such a vibe too. And then I it yeah. turned into I was like, man, this album is great. He did he he made an album every year for like seven or eight years. Yeah. It was 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, and then he retired. Yeah. That black album. Yeah, that fake retirement. That black album hurt me. Man. And one more can I say he was going off at the end. I was I, like, I was like, what? why would why you gotta quit? I like black album better than Blueprint. I, I know most that. people put Blueprint above Black Album, but for me, Black Album, because this was at a time where I had beef with Jay Z. Like thing. during the Nas and Jay Z beef, mm-hmm. I was I'm I'm Nas McGee. Like I know this cat, so I, I took it personal. I was like, "Hey man, you ain't you ain't gonna be coming at Nas." <laughs> I like how Nas was outnumbered and he was just holding his own. He had a whole crew aiming at his nugget, and he was just like. He ethered these cats solo. And then, so it was just like, I was kind of hating on Jay-Z. I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? And so I distanced myself from Jay-Z, but I still bought the Black album. And I was just like, man, this is a good-ass album right here. <laughs> like, like, I, I can't hate him. I kept listening to it. I was like, man. And December 4th, I finally felt like Jay-Z was a human being outside of drug tales and street stories and money. With his mom introducing it and talking about you know his birth and that's not finally feel I, I yeah. felt like that's I but honestly I feel like that's when Jay Z is like at his best that's what made yeah. him different that's what I was telling my girlfriend because she she's from California but doesn't have any knowledge of Jay Z right. as far as like I did I grew up listening to Jay Z right. so I was playing the blueprint for her a little bit mm-hmm. and I was like listen I was like song cry mama loves me yeah. These are where Jay Z steps out of that element and yes. becomes. It, you can hear the emotion in his voice. Yes. He gave a performance, and I was like, "You're not getting that from everybody." And I was like, "That's what separated him." And I was like, "He he gave an introspective look into his life, right. but also made you feel that emotion." He he took me there, and she was like, "She listened to it. She was like, okay, yeah, I see it." Yep. And then de- December fourth was for sure another song. Oh, it was man. like, he, if anytime Jay Z takes it there, be like, "All right, man, I'm, yeah. I'm with you." Like song cry, one song of the best songs is, he's ever that's done. Top Three Jay Z. I love that record. It's a great yeah. song. And I was just like, yeah, Jay Z's human now, you know. And I, I like, I like feeling that humanity from, from artists. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. That's why you know, uh, with Nas when he did that song, uh, dance about his mom when she passed, and like even even one mic had a lot of emotion on it, and you know, so many songs just like, yeah, I like feeling that that human connection it was just like this. Hmm. So those, that's my five. What's your five? Oh shit! Uh, reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't lie. I, 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 I'll be rotating the dynasty. 
Okay. Um, in my lifetime, and I would probably say hard knock life. I'm I like early Jay Z clearly. Early old. Yeah, early I like early Jay. You know what it is? Is because early Jay was around when in the most impactful time in my life. Yeah. Like reasonable doubt, I was eleven. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, and I that's I fell in. I started really becoming obsessed and falling in love with hip hop at ten. No, mm-hmm. I was probably eight when I was like, all right, I like. Like, I've always liked it, but I was like, all right, I like this. You was eight when Wu-Tang hit the streets. Yeah, so I was like, okay, this is, I'm feeling this. Yeah. But then by the time I was 10, I was like, I'm, I'm obsessed. Yeah. And my, my mom used to take me to uh, to Tower Records all the time, every weekend. And I'd always pick up, like, an album or two. Mm-hmm. And it'd always be, like, either hip-hop or some sort of R&B or something. Maybe Garth Brooks. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> And then, yeah, and so Jay-Z has been around for me for a minute, mm-hmm. like a while. And I th- I feel like that's why I like early Jay-Z more than anything, because he, he was the streets I was walking as I was developing into this young woman. And I was yeah. like, you know what I mean? I just, I listen to a lot of stuff and it takes me back to that time. And I'm like, ah, good times. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff be having the lasting effect when, yeah. when, you, when you connect it to a certain moment. Mm-hmm. What's your five? Uh, one is a uh, blueprint. Two, uh, black album. Three, I'm gonna say American Gangster. That's four, cool. Reasonable Doubt. Five, four, four, four. Okay, okay. American Gangster has a, like cohesiveness to it that I just every time I listen to it, I was like, he didn't even have to do like this album was like just cause I felt the way. With four, but, four, four. No, um. Uh, American Gangster. Oh yeah, yeah. It literally was like it's just the hey, I I saw this movie and I was inspired, so yeah. I made a, I made an album. Yeah. But when I listened to it, I was like, it has that cohesiveness to it that uh-huh. that a lot of albums just don't have nowadays. But I, yeah, American Gangster is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. But Blueprint is iconic. I always regard people like, what's your favorite rap album? Blueprint. I'm not changing. That's your that. favorite rap favorite album. Rap period. Album, period. Okay. Oh, wow. Not not most influential or anything yeah. like that. To That's my your favorite. Eye, but just my favorite rap mm-hmm. album. If I had to be like. You're a hardcore rap fan. What you yeah. listen to? Put this next to my grave. And let you know that this was the album yeah. for me. Okay. Mm. Illmatic is my album. Right Illmatic, on my grave side. Look, I I was obviously not around when Illmatic dropped, but yeah. when I got older, I went back and listened to it because my dad was like, "This is the best rap album." Period. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, let me check it out." And I listened to it. I was like, "Okay, how old was he when he made this? Between 16 and I was like, yeah. "Oh, really?" He was he was young. I was like, nah, this dude was a monster. Like that is to go back and look and understand the history of where people started, and then the beats, like all the beats were made by like different people. Yeah, but it sounds like still sounded together. Yes, that was that was that's what was amazing about Illmatic. It was like, yo, this is DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Les, Q Tip, and it just all sounded like it was one guy in there. The world is yours, and. Uh, was it New York State of Mind? Those yeah. are my favorites. For me. Oh man! But the world, the world is yours. It's something. But when that comes on, it's just like yeah. Ah, that piano riff. Oh man, he rock, bro. And that that's the moment. The world is yours is the moment where I really was like, yo, what the hell is this? Like, cause somebody told me mm-hmm. about Nas before, mm. and she played it for me, and I was just like, I really wasn't paying attention to the to the tape being played. I was just like, oh okay. But when I was watching the Rap City Top Ten Countdown. 
and the world is yours was on there. So I'm looking at the video. I'm just like, this is dope as shit, man. This, this, this the dude Don was telling me about. So after that, I dug into Illmatic and I stole Illmatic from my boy Larone and never gave it back. So what you're saying is that you're dismissive to people when they try to put you on. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I was distracted. <laughs> That's what happened there, you okay. know. Because, you know, Dawn had nice legs. And I okay, was like, you were just looking at the legs. So she put the music on. I was like, legs. And this is teenage uh-huh. perv, Tony. So I was just like, legs. Yeah, yeah, this is good. So I wasn't really I absorbing so the bad. music. Oh, man. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But then when I was sitting there at Oliver's house, Friday night, Rap City Top 10, The World Is Yours was on. I was like, this shit is dope. How can I get this? Yeah, and his then, his storytelling is yeah. I, he, I was like, I still can't believe he did that at man. such a young age. It's, just looking at the history, like where you know, I I think rap is the most influential genre of music of all time. For sure. Hundred percent. That I don't know if that's a hot take or people would kind of get it now. Cause I feel like for a while it was like, nah, man, whatever. It's rap. Yeah. It's rap. It's it's this, it's that. It's fixed into a box. And now it's like do whatever you want. And it's influencing every other genre because we got to be the big ones. And here, here's why I say rap. Even though rap has stolen and lifted from other Hell music good. to become what it is, yeah. within, within what they was able to create, they created their own identity within that in a way of life that other, other genres didn't really create. It was, other genres were kind of just more focused on the music Mm-hmm. Hip hop was a way of life, a lifestyle, a way of living, a way of expressing yourself that went beyond like you know you can look at rock, you can look at this, that, and the third. Yeah, but it was it was so like I feel like it, it was more relatable because yeah, in the music, yeah, yeah it's yeah. more relatable. But, but I think it's because obviously earlier genres of music, if you wanted to do this, you had to play. Yeah, you had to really like really get into it and get into instruments and stuff like that. Growing yeah. up in a you know uh, underdeveloped neighborhood or anything like that, you're not gonna get that kind of right. teaching. And then when right. it came to rap, it was like turntables. Yeah, can you can you say some stuff? All right, let's yeah. do that. And they put that together, and people was like, I can do that. Like yeah. it, it became more like a, I could I could potentially do that kind yep. of thing. They got this similar story to me, yeah. kind of thing. And I feel like that's what made it the connection was reached to a broader audience of people that yep. it definitely inspired folks because people like to knock sampling you're like they didn't do anything and i was like this is what they had exactly there was there, like in the 70s there when was hip-hop not, started bro nothing. all we had was record play. there was no sampler there's no synthesizer they created they created a genre of music in the midst of rubble yes. like literally in the bronx Shout it looked like a war York. zone yeah. and they created to today is the best-selling genre of music and they created that in the ashes of yes. a broken city at that time yeah Yes. With, with what they had, with what they was able to scrap together, mm-hmm. they created something like this. And I'm just like, because yeah. you know, instruments, they've been mm-hmm. around, Beethoven, Mozart, and beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had these instruments available to you. And if you had the money, you can get the tutelage and the, mm-hmm. these yeah. guys in the midst of dire circumstances. Like, yeah. Even we, then, record players were not cheap. Let's be real. No. Especially the ones that they're using. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. It. I'm going to scratch this. <laughs> and, uh, right. That needle break. What you going to do, my guy? Right. Still <laughs> like, a new one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and now look at us. It's like, it's the best selling genre of music today. And it's the, the Bronx thing. Everybody still looks the to, same. To, to, to get themselves up. Yeah. They use rap for leverage. Be like, ah, I'm going to just do rap just because. Yeah. 
because because people feel like it's easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they look at they look at rap like how they do stand up comedy. Oh, I can do that. Rapping, they ain't singing. They just putting words together. But what they don't realize is that patterns, breath control, mm. riding the beat. These are these are skill sets that not everyone can just pull out of their ass when it's time. And I, I definitely feel like there's a there's a connection there because everybody think they can do stand up, and everybody think they can. Oh, I can rap. That's not real. It's mm-hmm. not real music. Mm-hmm. So you got to actually do that for. 20 songs. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, your subject matter got to switch up, my guy. Now, <laughs> yeah, what you talking about now? Yeah. How you ride? And then when you when you, when you you listen to somebody like Kendrick Lamar, whose voice is an instrument pretty much, who can who can change his flow, his style, his pattern, his he blends into the music that he's rapping against. It's just like. Yeah. That's it's next a level shit. It, yeah, it's it's a talent in itself. Like, yeah, just just to even hear that and be like, yeah, that yeah. that could work for me. And then taking it to another level instead of just being it straight up, right? Like reinventing what has already been done. That's right. already uh, you know something that's hard in itself. And I feel like that's what rap has had to do. Because mm-hmm. after a while, bro, it's like we getting tired of that. And then there's so many different people who make stuff. You inspired right. by that, so I'm gonna take a little bit of that and put that into myself. And now right. I've blossomed into you know. A new, you know, a whole new thing. A whole new goddamn phoenix rising from the ashes of the Bronx, New York. Yes. And here we are today. Yes. Worldwide. Yes. Bars. Right. We're getting the hell out of here. I guess. Um, I didn't have to do any ads. I didn't have to do a movie review. So we're getting the hell up out of here. The boy wants to see the Batman again. Oh, are you going to take him? Uh, I'm down. I'm down. The boy we is back. We were talking about it in the car. Sincere's back for spring break. I can't believe we didn't say that this whole entire yeah, time. Sincere, That's the most exciting news we have. Sincere got home yesterday. <laughs> He's here for spring break. Uh, we were talking about the Batman. He really liked it. That's good. Uh, so we might watch it again. Um, I might go with y'all for the first two hours. Orders, man. You know what I'm saying? First two hours. Dip out on the third <laughs> act. Um, but yeah, Nas or Black Thought. I see you, G. Lowry. Um... Nas is my favorite MC, but I feel like Black Thought is one of the most skilled MCs to ever do it. I feel like whenever Black Thought, I feel like Black Thought has never been outshined by anybody on a record with him. And I feel like he hasn't lost a step lyrically ever. And the only reason I feel like Black Thought doesn't get the credit that he deserves is because he blends himself into the group because he really doesn't want to be the guy. But he is the most underrated MC of all time, Black Dog. But Nas is my favorite, my favorite rapper. But anyway, we're getting out of here. Thank y'all for tuning in to another session of Verbal Cardio. Uh, shout out to my patron saints, man. I love y'all passionately in the shower. And uh, we'll get to, we'll get to some more questions on future episodes. We do this every week, so we'll be back. I want y'all to have a great day, have a great week, have a great month. Eat good, drink water, drink water, drink water, and drink water. Love y'all, man. We out.